0: what is going on party people welcome to episode 42 of the whatnots review show my name is Kyle Springer and joining me as always is Melissa Wilkinson Melissa how are you I'm good Kyle how are you doing Doing good already changing things around experimenting doing all 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 types of stuff uh new new house Yeah Maybe we'll start making some small changes. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's great. I'm back on caffeine. Um,
1: (laughs) Life is good. Kingdom
0: Hearts is out.
1: I'm super excited It is out today.
0: It is. It is. I played for three hours last night, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I have to go, go to work. I should get some sleep as it's like four in the morning
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is important yes last night i stayed up and i made a big cake because in my office i
0: saw it on instagram and
1: holy cow
0: (laughs) that looked amazing
1: in my office it's the job of the previous person with a birthday to bring treats for the next person and we're very chill about it. Normally, it's like your store-bought cupcakes or little brownie bites or whatever. But it happened to be my boss's birthday is the next one after mine. And I'm going to do it upright for boss lady. So I made this big three-tiered chocolate peanut butter cake with Reese's on top, all from scratch.
0: My bone just fell apart at, at like <laughs> how am- amazing that that was,
1: I, I was proud of it yeah and they're all like what are you doing here
0: Do you yeah. need to start a baker why are you not a baker what is wrong <laughs> with you why are you here
1: like well if I leave you have to take all my projects and nobody wants that so I'm still here
0: yeah <laughs> if you didn't know ladies and gentlemen this is the whatnots review show where every week we have a different story to talk about could, could be a comic could be a movie could be an anime manga something else We read it, we watch it, we come back here and we talk about it. This week, volumes one through two of a comic book called Wayward. Yeah. Um, I am not prepared. At I am actually co-pilot to the rescue
1: because I knew I would need help uh, remembering all the characters' names. I have this still open on my tablet.
0: I know it's written by uh by Jim Zub.
1: Yes, and um, we have Line Art by Steve Cummings, Color Art by Tamara Villain, color, <laughs> color Flats by Ludwig Olimba, and Letters by Marshall Dillon.
0: Okay, there we go. That's exactly what I was looking for. I was like, I mm-hmm. should have had all of this pulled up. Um,
1: <laughs> I had it this time.
0: Well, thank you. Okay, now I will open t- Twitch back up in case anyone wants to be like, hey... How are you guys? <laughs> hey. You guys are super cool. Um, yeah, so this was a book that I think I've heard about for a while. I've been interested in, but I've never heard enough about it
1: to mm-hmm. really
0: make me pick it up. Um I I knew it, it it's 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 a mix between like Japanese and Irish mythology. Um or, 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 kind of. We'll we'll get into, uh, into that yeah. more down the road. But the main character of the book is a young woman who is half Japanese, half Irish, mm-hmm. um, and she moves to Japan to live with her mom. Uh, it seems like her dad is may not be the best of dads. Yeah. Um, and I I just I liked the idea of that mix of mythology. Yeah. And so I was like, it sounds neat, but that was all I really heard. And so mm-hmm. I, I I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but this was one that I, I've had on my list of things to pitch for a long, long time. I was like, let's do that one.
1: Let's, yeah.
0: let's pitch that one. But you were the one that picked it.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: want to know why you picked it.
1: Uh, I Googled it. And I was sold on the artwork. It's a okay. beautiful comic. Yeah. And I, I also like a monster hunting story. I like little supernatural things, and those Mythology. are our, you know, cool mythologies. Ghost and we guys. read, um, yeah, we read D Dur- Dororo. Mm-hmm. That I said it right because I know I, there's something. There's like a Durara. There's another like manga with a there's name. There's Dororo, the same except for like two letters.
0: And then there's. there's yeah, dororo is
1: the one we read, and that had a lot of Japanese mythology in it, and I thought that was all really cool.
0: Yeah. That was neat. Um Yeah, so that I I've I've I'm excited that we get to talk about this book for this week. Let's let's do a little bit of a plot uh, synopsis mm-hmm. for people who have not read the book just yet. Um we only read the first two volumes. I, I yeah. don't know off the top of my head how many there are in total, mm-hmm. um, but it 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 didn't it seemed like the at least these first two v- volumes were basically the introduction.
1: Of yeah, the it's story. really like just setting things up.
0: Um, yeah, and it 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 ends on a really cool note. But for the synopsis, we mentioned the main character moving to Japan. Mm -hmm. um she gets there and just kind of has to start her life new like she's it doesn't sound like she's ever been to japan
1: no uh rory's her name's rory her Mm -hmm. mother is from japan and was traveling to ireland when she met her dad and settled down and then after they got divorced mom went back to japan and now a year after the divorce when rory like can't stand her dad for undisclosed reasons she goes to live with her mom in japan Mm -hmm. And she's never been there. She feels like she has based on how much she's heard about it, but it's all new to her. And her mom is a seamstress, and she's very busy. So as soon as she gets to Japan, Rory is basically on On, her own because her mom's never home. And she's just wandering through the city, and she wanders into monsters. Yeah, weird monsters and mythological
0: creatures. And she's like, what in the world is going on? And that's when the adventure kind of starts, and she meets yeah. in a really interesting cast of characters. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: And so if, if,
0: if I was, I was gonna say, if you if you like manga and you've never really gotten into like American comics, this oh. might this might be one to check out. Yeah, it's not, yeah.
1: It's a really good bridge between the two. It's not
0: necessarily the same kind of pacing. Um, but it's I, I I think the artwork is is a little bit manga influenced, mm-hmm. um, and then has that you know has that American co- comics influence in there as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I I think a lot of people are really gonna like it. I will say, however, I'm a, I was a little disappointed with this book. Um. Hmm. So we'll we'll get into into that. Okay. In, just a sec but um, i'm intrigued yeah a little bit of housekeeping uh if you have not already go like share subscribe sell your soul tell a a friend tell a foe tell a spirit (laughs) whatever um about the show we could absolutely use your help i know everything and everyone you know says go like share subscribe do all that stuff but it actually (laughs) does help uh reviews on itunes help following us on youtube or uh following us here on on twitch uh which you could actually be watching us live discuss the book you could follow along at home and and figure out what we're reading and join the live stream and be in the chat with us um Yeah, and that would be a lot of fun. That's twitch.tv slash thewhatnots or on our website at thewhatnots.com slash live streams. Patreon supporters get this podcast early uh, just for a little as a dollar. Throw us some pocket change and you can get these episodes early, three days or so early uh, as compared to everyone else. All the plebeians. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's it for housekeeping. I'm off the rails right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's dive in to the book, uh, because it's been this is a, d- a delayed episode based on all of your yes, moving you've had to be involved in. Yeah, it's not your it's not your fault. It happens. But I'm like, so- oh boy, before this like s- like seeps out of our ears. Like, let's get to this dank story because it is pretty cool.
0: So I will say that yes, it was Saturday night. It was super late Saturday night. I think it was like midnight or one that I was like, hey, so I'm probably not going to be there Sunday morning. I got really drunk. And that was why I was like, I am not going to wake up. I am oh, not going to. Oh, that's gonna. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was just that unexpected like all of the roommates were in the house at the same time for the first time like let's just drink uh and so we did and then that next night it was like oh we have to go to the old house to clean and I was like oh well I have a thing to do on Monday night can we do Tuesday no the new people are moving in on Tuesday morning ah shit okay (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: <laughs> Here we go. So, here That's here we are slate. on
0: Tuesday night recording this when we should have been recording this Sunday morning. <laughs> Anyways, let's t- talk about Wayward Volumes 1 and 2. You know what I didn't do? I didn't do our our little social media things. Uh, are you
1: bringing back
0: at, at at the start? Yeah, so people got
1: to know who we are. They know I... nowhere to find me.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, let's see. I think I just turned them on. They have nowhere to
1: find you, too, but you don't have a cake. I don't have a
0: cake. I have selfies in this purple light.
1: They're also very good.
0: (laughs) So there's that. And now that you have our social media things, let's go into our spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There are spoilers
1: abound.
0: Spoilers. Beware because
1: um, this story takes a turn i was not expecting it to take so what 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 were you expecting
0: f- from this book
1: uh, first off there isn't any overt irish mythology in it yet i imagine it's just still getting to that like it's not like a fault of the story we're just reading like A little tiny opening bit. Yeah. Because it seems like it's got such a huge scope beyond what we've actually covered.
0: Yeah, I was expecting to see some kind of incarnation of a leprechaun.
1: A selkie. Something
0: more, yeah. Brownie. Especially since she's, uh, like, her mother's a seamstress. uh, And, I mean, I guess we're already in spoilers. Mm -hmm. So that Rory's kind of power is that she has, she is... Yeah. Like tied into the strings of fate, like there's, I, there, I guess you you guys have, I, yeah, I don't know the if red it's string of j- fate, j- j- Japanese, yeah, the red string of fate, but then, uh, just the the idea of like Celtic knots, I, yeah. I don't know exactly what that means exactly, they sure mean but
1: something
0: I know the turn of phrase Celtic knots.
1: They're going to get there.
0: Uh, yeah. And like that would make sense. And I, I was expecting to see a little bit more of that mixed in, but it mainly focused on Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mentioned I was a little bit disappointed with this book.
1: Okay. Was there something you were looking for that wasn't there?
0: Um,
1: Besides just stuff, it seems like it didn't get I, to
0: yet. L- 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 let me start by saying this. I think the book opened up really sh- sh- strongly. I think yeah. that the opening narration uh, coming from Rory to her, like, discovering Japan for the first mm-hmm. time and being like, well, this is my life now. I, I think mm-hmm. that, that opening monologue, fantastic. Yeah. I, 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 I think it was written extremely well. I think it started the book. Uh, like it, it was a good place to start because we are discovering the book as she is discovering her new mm-hmm. su- 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 surroundings. So it's not like I've been doing this for ten long years and blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> it's like okay, there's a long history that we, we we don't know. Like no one knows a thing, and so yeah. we're all on the same footing. And I really liked the way it was narrated. And then we don't get that really. We get more of her narration, but not to that extent mm-hmm. um, until volume two, which it kind of switches characters a little bit. And we uh-huh. get more of that narration, which, again, I really liked, but then it just kind of goes away. And it's like, OK, that seems to be like start of the next volume gimmick. And I, I... Oddly, oddly enough, I think I would have preferred this to just be a book. Uh, no offense to the artists in, in involved. Cause the, again, the artwork is fantastic. But I think that narration for me, mm-hmm. like, sh- sh- struck such a chord that I was like, yes, I want more of that. Yeah. Uh, and then the I rest of it, it was not that. So
1: <laughs> Okay, so that was your... Your big fault, like they use the narration just sometimes as a storytelling device, and you wished it was a more, a more pivotal element. Like, I, it's oddly,
0: oddly, oddly enough, I wanted more exposition.
1: That makes sense. Yeah,
0: because it, 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 it is her narration. Is it? It is her explaining all of this stuff, right? Um, and then it switches, like after the first couple pages, especially after that first issue, to just the stuff that is happening in Mm -hmm. the book um and like it's not that the stuff was bad but then on top of that at the end of these volumes is all this encyclopedic knowledge Mm -hmm. of all of these yokai Mm -hmm. and i loved it i was like i like this is what i want i want the explanations of these things because i don't understand anything that's happening
1: yeah i wish there would have been more from character to character explanation of the kind of stuff that's in those appendices in the back yeah like i it's not like it's written in some like dry old history book style like it's a nice fun light you know explanation of the monsters but i would have liked it to be in like a real character voice and hear another character like reacting to it
0: yeah yeah so i like i i i guess it's a it's it's a weird mix of show me, don't tell me, but you told me so well that I kind of want more of just you telling me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I get that. That (laughs) makes (laughs) sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it is kind of odd how these kids react to... Like, they're reacting to the monsters as a whole. They're like, well, I guess we have to fight monsters. But they don't discuss a lot of, like, specific monster versus specific monster. They're not like, well, what's those ones? And why are we fighting these? And what happened to the things from last yeah. week? Are we going to see more of
0: those? Been and- t- 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 man, why is yeah. she
1: not being like, there's a fucking Koopa, <laughs> Koopa thing walking
0: around. <laughs> Ninja Turtles want to eat me. What is going on? There's none of that.
1: It's just like, oh.
0: This is Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, there's supernatural stuff going on. But I wish, like, the characters were as invested in the bestiary that the audience is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What? Um, so that th- that was a little bit disappointing to me, though. I I think as as the book continues, it, it looks like it'll get more into that down the road <laughs> or, or j- j- just— in, in in enough that I, I think you'll start to see how all of it plays together. because mm. again, I, th- I think we only got a small p- portion of this in the first two volumes,
1: yeah. I'm I was really, I think my favorite part of this is the way this book kind of blows away everything you think is going to happen at mm. the end of the first volume. Because you're kind of expecting a little bit more time spent with Rory, like, adjusting to Japan, like, not fitting in in her high school, struggling in school, like, you know, her, her mom's never around, she never sees her mom, how does she tell her mom any of this, and a little bit more of the, like, daily life of leading this double life, of, like, trying to be just a normal Japanese high school student and being this monster fighter, but... The first volume ends with her mom, who you do slowly Ooh. find out is this, God, like she's involved in some shadowy stuff. Like she's yeah, benevolent, like I, but like I thought that was going to be more to of the
0: mystery or the adventure. Inv- yeah, I thought it who is her be mom? Like, who you know? Who who is she working for? Do we need to take down this? company that is somehow harvesting spirits or you know who knows what
1: yeah and i think that is ultimately going to be it but they take the mom out of the picture like they kill her mom at the end of the first volume and i was shocked
0: (laughs) melissa was
1: taken aback i thought the mom would continue to be like i didn't think it would be so soon to like reveal that the mom was involved in all of this stuff And then to have that happen and to have, like, oh, the entire apartment building blows up and they think Rory and Shirai are dead and, like, they're off in some plane of existence. Like, they kind of zapped off somewhere.
0: Like, there's no explanation to that either?
1: It's a little little fuzzy uh, and they're not... They get back into the story of Volume 2, like, closer to the end. So I imagine we're still getting to the okay well now that we have a minute of breathing time let me explain to you what i've been doing over the last couple months so that might be a volume three thing but like everything you think is going to be like some of the major conflicts of the story like rory's home life rory's school life that's gone by the end of volume one
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's an it's an interesting twist i i yeah i'm trying to think there was there's something else it's in the, it's in the back of my mind but i can't seem to place it there's another thing that i know that does something similar to that where everything like it's looking like this book is about to be this one thing and then bam nope they're all dead and it starts a whole new thing so it's like oh okay <laughs> uh but i don't remember so that's
1: kind
0: of a moot point
1: Yeah, like you're kind of set up to have this more monster of the week sort of expectation, especially because the back of the book builds it as like, it's like a contemporary Japanese Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I'm not very familiar with, but I know that it is... A little bit, it's more monster of the week. It's more um, like ongoing high school drama, personal drama. This week's a monster. You know, here's another monster. Here's another monster. And slowly it's revealed that there's an, an overall plot. And this is more like, okay, we are really hitting the ground running. This isn't episodic in the least. It's very serialized and it's very fast paced. Yeah. And, and all of the mundane stuff is pretty much out the window. Like almost as soon as we have it, it seems it seems to be less a
0: story of like mythology. I mean, I the mythology is absolutely there, but like that mm-hmm. like magical adventure. We're dealing with spirits and ghosts and demons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And more like as we find out at the end of the book, these kids are basically a new pantheon of gods. Yeah. And they're wanting to kick all the old g- g- gods out. Yeah. And, and so you, it's and then, I guess, brewing to be this, like, war of the gods. Yeah. Which is neat.
1: Yeah, um, I like how high this book's sights are set. It's really going for stuff. Yeah.
0: I just, like, it. It it's... I feel like it's a lot of bait and switch with this book. And I I I don't know if I like that or not.
1: I I don't know. It definitely keeps you on your toes, and it keeps giving you stuff that you're not expecting. And I like I was not expecting for the team to keep growing. I thought once we had Rory and Shirai, and uh, I think it's Ayane is the cat girl. Mm-hmm. I figured those three were going to be like. Uh, Yep, those are their names. I figured those three were going to be, like, the team for a while, so then we get Nikaido, and I'm like, oh, okay, a foursome. You know, that also makes sense. And then, in Volume 2, after Rory is dead, we get Ohara, and I actually really liked Ohara, like, as a character. And that was, I could tell that was, like, a weird story twist that I liked, but I know, like, definitely could rub somebody else the wrong way because it's a big turn for the story to take like volume two the protagonist you knew was dead and here is this other girl who went to like noticed her in passing and like what does she do when she discovers she has powers and she's living in the aftermath of this world and she runs into The other protagonists, other remaining friends. And now they're this like makeshift backup team trying to do things while, you know, the main protagonist is gone. It's I like it, but I recognize, oh, that's bold. And that might not be bold in a way everybody likes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's some interesting choices for sure. But I definitely think this book is trying to play the long game. Yeah, because um, I, I think even with at the end of volume one when Rory and Shirai—that was his name, right? Yeah. Um, when they seemingly die, and then in volume two, it's like, oh no, they're they're back. They just somehow evaporated into an alternate dimension. Um, mm-hmm. That that whole idea, like she comes back like a new person. Like, she has this clarity about her. Like, I've I've seen the tapestry. I know yeah. all the strings of fate and blah, 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 blah. And maybe not that obnoxious of, like, I know everything. <laughs> yeah, she isn't, uh, but,
1: like, her personality isn't changed. But, but like she is whatever a lot she wiser. Through, yeah, it gave she her knows, a better understanding of her powers. And she kind knows of
0: something that we don't yet. The
1: repercussions, yet. yeah. Yeah
0: um and and so that has yet to be revealed um i felt like the motivations of who the antagonists were i don't i don't know what they are <laughs> I was, and espe- I was especially with this you ending, a little bit more than i did <laughs> and e- especially with this ending of like we're the new gods we're gonna kick all the old gods out it's like wait are these guys the bad guys is this from the perspective of the bad guys? I I don't know. These are the these goddamn hippity hoppin' young kids and blah, blah, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's our new protagonist. It's old suspenders, man. Yeah.
0: Um. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's it it's it's all really interesting. I kind of want to know where it goes. Yeah. But again, at the same time, like, I was still. V- kind of disappointed that I, I like it, it It was I maybe it's not that I was disappointed it was maybe more that just like I I I, I didn't get what I wanted from
1: this book mm-hmm I I wish it was a l- we get to know um Rory and O'Hara very well because they're both narrative characters that are yeah giving us this narration in the beginnings of both of their volumes. I, I, like I said, I kind of like that the story has like big goals and it hits the ground running and we're not in any kind of like episodic monster fight of the week sort of thing. But what that would have given us was a little bit more character breathing room, a little bit more conversation while these groups like get to know each other and sort of develop Patterns and you know, develop relationships more, mm-hmm. and because it's so fast paced, like nobody's really a stock character or anything like that. But I wish there was like a little bit more to grab onto,
0: yeah. Let's get back to antagonist motivation. Um, and I guess let's start with Rory's mom's job, yeah. What do you think that her whole tapestry of fate thing is, exactly?
1: Okay, so I read this over the weekend, and I was sick, and so I was, like, kind of in a haze when I was reading it, and the first thing I lose when I am, like, knocking priorities off my storytelling list because I am exhausted and feel weird, I'm like... I don't care why any villain is doing anything. I just need to know that there is a villain there. All villains are bad. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I'm (laughs) not in the right headspace, that's the first thing, like, I lose any awareness of. (laughs) But I imagine they're trying to control something. They've found these people that are seamstresses for the web of the world, the tapestry of the world and all of life. And they're just trying to skew things some way. way, like towards the favor of these older gods, I guess.
0: Yeah, I like I I was trying to tie that in more to the name of the book of wayward. Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I don't know exactly what the word wayward means, but I'm I'm more thinking along like it it connotates like pathways. Yeah, me or, or like mm. that. You know the song "Carry On, My Wayward Son." <laughs> um, it, it's, yes, it's someone who's gone astray, and so a, a, yes. a, again, it is it is this like pathway or the, this option of one way you can go. Uh, I guess you're the one with the English degree, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah,
1: yeah, it means kind of uh off the path, like you've gotten away from where you're supposed to be. Like, you're
0: just blown around in the wind. That makes sense. And and I, there's also this c- c- concept in there of being, like, like having your ties severed.
1: Yeah, and kind of being uh, cast aside, whether it be, you know, through your own choice or just through the actions of others or the hand fate has dealt you, etc. You're just outside of things. Yes. Yeah,
0: or magically ripped out of the tapestry, which I think is what yeah. happened to Rory there. Um, but yeah, it's this this interesting thing. I, I this supposed company or whoever they work for uh, seems like they're trying to control that t- t- tapestry, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. Like I I I don't know if I can honestly say that they actually are manipulating it, though, at least mm-hmm. to, to an extent that's like, we want to take over the world! <laughs> uh, but it seems like smaller things. Like the, it's, it's It seemed like they were actually trying to cover stuff up
1: mm-hmm. rather
0: than, like, oh, well, we can manipulate the stock market. Yeah. And we can do this. We can do that. You know, it's like, hey, we have a plan for down the road. We need to we need to maybe Push this person to meet this other person or make sure that that guy does not meet that girl, you know?
1: Yeah, it's nothing that is overtly, directly harmful to people unless you are like unless you figure out that something's going on and you are getting in their way. It's not like whoever this consortium is, is like, we are going to set that town on fire. It's like the general public is fine (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) um but i i that's partly why i'm wondering what they're up to exactly yeah because we see that and we see a bunch of people working on the 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 tapestry Mm -hmm. um but then the the kind of main bad guy we see is uh the like suspenders dude in the straw hat with the like jellyfish looking
1: yeah
0: head and it yeah it's one of those things like i can tell he's not the one in charge
1: there's Mm -hmm. someone else
0: above him but we don't know who that that that, that is or what they want yet and we're two volumes in yeah Maybe, maybe, maybe i'm just trying to find reasons to not like this book since i was like (laughs) well i didn't get the narration that i wanted for me i i I don't know but that's like that's the thing like nowadays there's so much comics out there there's so much movies or tv shows if if you can't hook people Mm -hmm. within your first couple episodes or your first couple issues I don't know. Like you, you know, you 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 still might be successful in the long run, but it might not be as t- as talked about as like Game of Thrones or Black Mirror. You know, who knows? I, I just, just some examples that are big in the public consciousness, right?
1: I don't... How old is this story? Like, when was this published? I
0: actually how don't know. How long has this been I, going on? I was going to ask you that when if we um, were talking let me see. about the, the artwork. I've got,
1: like, the, um... Oh, okay. Volume 2, published August 2015. This might okay. still be going, or it might have wrapped up. I don't know. This seems like sure, the kind yeah. of story that maybe isn't very well known, but if somebody has heard of it, they probably really like it or like have something about it that they really like. Cause yeah. I've never heard of this, but like everything I, you know, all the little blurbs on the back are glowing of course, but they're like glowing in a way that I get like, yeah, yeah, I understand that. I I feel the same. I, I that makes sense to me. And this seems like one of those little, maybe not a cult classic, but like one of those stories, like, Oh, you like that thing, too? Oh, nobody's heard of that thing, but it's great, isn't it? I wish more people would read it. It's one of
0: those. Or or like, hey, oh, if you like this particular author, if you like Mm. that, hey, here's some of his other stuff. Yeah. That might be not as in the mainstream eye. Um, Go ahead.
1: I would like to talk about the art because that was what sold me on this on this pitch to begin with and i think that is the thing i am left feeling the most impressed by this is a gorgeous book i love the colors like the color palettes and the way everything is lighted and shit everything the way everything is lit and shaded like it just feels very lush it's not like overly glossy the way i've seen occasionally some comic books to be like why are all your clothes shiny what is this <laughs> but it's just beautiful and vivid i loved everybody's clothes this was something i really picked up on melissa
0: it- doesn't like shiny clothes <laughs>
1: no I, I love a shiny clothes Uh do you know know what i am talking about yeah where like somebody just goes crazy with that highlight brush (laughs) this is it's rained in but everybody's all the girls skirts are drawn with like such big lush like they're so flowy and loose and like billowy Like, I've never seen skirts so lovingly illustrated in, like, a comic (laughs) book before. And I love that. Like, that hit me. Interesting. Yeah, because this isn't, um, it's a book about teenage girls. It's not necessarily a book for teenage girls. It's not, not to say it's like, oh, it's young adult, but anybody could enjoy it. Like, it just seems like that's not the audience they are aiming for, even if that's who they're writing about like it's just females like maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. mature than that maybe a little bit more just general story happens to be about teenagers but it hit that like teenage girl wish fulfillment part of me that's like
0: it's an interesting mix between american comics and japanese Mm -hmm. mentioned that at the start but i was also gonna ask you when this book was coming out um because of the artwork, I mm-hmm. I I liked the artwork. I I think it's fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Tamra bonvalon is a fantastic colorist, mm-hmm. but I think the co- 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 the combination of the coloring and the line art and the manga influence it kind of reminded me of some like early two thousands art artwork in American comics. I can understand that. Um, which i i don't mean that in a bad sense cuz early 2000s is yeah. when everyone was also discovering gr- gradients uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is you
1: true.
0: know um, digital
1: coloring was big yeah
0: but like n- like if i i feel like if artwork had kept that style and advanced it to a p- p- point where it's like whoa this is really good that's what this book would be like. mhm it it seemed a lot like that.
1: Okay. I I'm glad you mentioned the early 2000s because that's what the fashions reminded me of a yeah. lot. Like these all seemed like outfits that 14-year-old me would have dreamed of. And I <laughs> like that. I like that it's not like super wish fulfillment, like they're not popping out these glorious like princessy magical girl outfits but it's Mm -hmm. just like everyday fashions like just like interesting you
0: bring that up though mm because you you said this is a comic about teenage girls not necessarily for teenage girls just enough to like hit the inner
1: teenage girl inside me
0: i i know what you mean but like it it has that mix of it's 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 structured like an American comic, though it has the motion and the action, and I think the pacing of a manga. Mm-hmm. And it 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 has artwork that's kind of a mix, and we see characters who are the like superheroes, but they're gods rather than superheroes but they're also teenagers but we get a mix of guys and girls and so Mm -hmm. it is like this almost magical girl transformation when they start using their powers yeah i mean (laughs) they don't do the whole spinning thing and you know (laughs) um but yeah it's it's i i feel like it's a perfect blend of all of that stuff which i Mm -hmm. i think is super rare and mm-hmm. if i tried to do that i mean i'm not a comic book writer so i'd be terrible at that stuff anyways but i feel like it'd be really difficult to do just from an art standpoint to mix all of those genres and influences all into one like smooth mm-hmm. thing
1: yeah yeah so, i
0: kudos to the creative t- t- team <laughs>
1: Yeah, I also. Um, I, I what, the, what about it reminded me of early 2000s fashion, where all the arm warmers, which was something that is so arm warmers, so, so <laughs> frivolous and like so. There's so, the the amount of times you would legitimately need an arm warmer are so slim, but I remember those being. Big when I was like fourteen years old, and I had I like I had friends that had skinnier arms that could wear the arm warmers, and I'm like, oh those are cool. And in hindsight, I'm like, what are you gonna do with the arm warmers? Arm warmers are dumb,
0: but they also are in Japan. We have to keep that in my, 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 my mind. It, and maybe
1: arm warmers are a bigger, more consistent modern fashion thing over
0: there. I've, I've seen some interesting fashion coming from there and it's like what that's still a thing wow okay
1: (laughs) but it didn't strike me and I know nothing about that (laughs) it didn't strike me as like uh, what's this what's this one weird dated element doing in this fairly modern comic book it just reminded me of I remember being 14 and wishing I could look cool (laughs) like it was used effectively I've never seen arm warmers used effectively because it just made me feel like nostalgic and girlish and then it's no ultimately there. No arms have there. ever
0: been warmed. Effectively,
1: <laughs> and it's ultimately there for plot reasons. Like we find out that it, Rory has been cutting herself to deal with, and it's like the kanji for alone too. <laughs> She's well,
0: been cut, which is that's something I want to ask about. Yeah, I think that's somehow involved with her powers
1: yeah because she shows up later and it doesn't say alone anymore it's adapted into like a different kanji that means something uh more positive and like more you know it shows that she's grown more confident in her powers and it doesn't show that like yeah, she you- carved it like I've changed my mind I'm gonna cut myself one last time to make this not say alone it's gonna say something better and then I' am done no more yeah I like, found just, a boyfriend it just, just shows Emily it. it just shows up so it seems like it must have happened magically but we don't know if she consciously like made that happen or if it just like did that in well, a so, tune to her like inner spirit so
0: within that first issue of the comic book is when rory gets her first like flash at her powers she's never yeah. had them before so something about being in japan or at least Close to her mom or where she works. I don't know if that's the source of the tapestry. Um, yeah, if, 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 who knows? But yeah, she she has that first like incident, like what the hell was that, where she sees this like red stringing pathway. Um, but then. Yeah, without any explanation, I think it's like an issue or two after that. She can do this thing where she can just like write these magical runes, and yeah, there's like no she, explanation. Like, whoa, I've never been able to do that before. You, I thought I hit puberty a few years ago. Yeah, so my body's like, still I, changing. No, I like, wish
1: this was more a like ten percent more X mini, and that can it's like do it. What are these powers? How did I get these powers? Let me practice with these powers. Let my friends and I practice working on our powers together. Like I just need like one danger room kind of scene.
0: Yeah, and so she she does uh like she does a couple of them on other people, and it looks more like a flame style writing, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm wondering because well the the first one that says alone did did she actually cut that into herself i don't remember
1: yes yes that one you can tell is definitely like a real like hand carved scar and it's
0: i'm wondering if it's magic as well and she didn't actually and that's like how it manifests on her skin
1: maybe i do i do wonder about that because her power is like kanji based And honestly, to, like, have her be cutting the kanji for alone into her skin is, like, a little...
0: Super emo. It's it's also very 2006. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, a little (laughs)
1: too dramatic. Yeah. To have that and not just, like, some lines or something or an X or something like that.
0: Especially at the pace that this comic is moving. Yeah and with how little, 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 little we get of their like day-to-day thoughts and lives and stuff like that i'm wondering if it was meant to be her actually cutting and it, it like cuz to me it seems like it's out of place to have a have a topic like that or a character who Eek. does that and be like whoa that's
1: that's it is, really it heavy. is a like, big thing to put in a story.
0: Yeah. And and then for them to just not deal with it. That's why I was like, I wonder if that's just what it looks like and how it manifests.
1: Yeah, I, I am curious because it's like a kanji and the rest of her power do re- like she like draws the kanji in the air and it makes something happen with her like little red string powers it's
0: like if she has to do it on someone else she does it on their forehead if it's like out in the air she just does it there but if it's on herself she might you know have to
1: yeah because it's a country i wonder if it is like magical powers related i am curious where that's going to go because it is a big serious like very real topic and it has to be handled very deftly and they haven't Done much with it, and I don't know what they're planning to do with it.
0: It's an interesting choice for sure. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm wondering if it, the original idea was to have her cut and then be like, oh, we should backtrack that or magic,
1: <laughs> or at least have it be uh, tied into something a little bit more plot relevant outside of just her yeah. own. Personal struggles and you know maybe her relationship with her parents or whatever. Just give it a little bit more, uh, uh, something beyond just personal matters. Like really put it to work and make it pay off in some other part of the story. Yeah. Mm.
0: But, anyways, that might be a little bit of an uncomfortable subject for some people. Um, Yeah. What did you think of the other people's powers? Did did you have a, like, a favorite character? Were you... Uh...
1: Oh, yeah, I really liked Ohara. Yeah? I liked that she occupies this very interesting space of everything in her life is kind of planned out for her. Like she goes to school like she gets good grades her dad's proud of her like her mom wants her to like grow up and go to college and marry like a nice husband that'll provide for her and everything's kind of like laid out in front of her and she's That's kind, kind of, re- of
0: the culture
1: yeah and at,
0: sh- at least f- from what we is, see a lot in true. like manga and mm-hmm. anime and stuff
1: and i and she's in this very interesting between space where she's kind of wondering what else is out there, but she also, like, kind of appreciates, like, it is all taken care of Yeah, 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 like, there's a pattern, like, it's comfortable. Like, I don't really have room to stretch my legs, but how much do I really need to? And I feel like you often see people, like, you often see characters that are fighting too much against that, and to have somebody who's like, I think I might be okay here is just something new, and something... Mm -hmm. Oh, something I liked reading about just her kind of feeling things out and like, you know, the most rebellious thing she does is that she goes and she buys gacha ponds, and her dad's like, oh, I think they're kind of silly and childish. And like, that's the major conflict She's in like, her Screw life. Screw you, dad. They're actually <laughs> Like, they're not fighting about it. I think, you know, it's probably something he just sort of occasionally frowns at. But <laughs> like, that's as much as she has in her life. And I like that it's so normal and small and that she isn't like oppressed or rebellious or anything like that because it makes the magic that she falls into so much bigger and stronger when it is the most intense feeling of her life what were her powers
0: again exactly does she she
1: she can manipulate
0: somehow yeah has is tied in with the tapestry thing too right
1: She can manipulate man-made materials.
0: That's right. So not,
1: like, wood or stone, but, like, cement or glass or plastic. Or, like, she tries to, you know, like, morph her hand through her shirt, but she can't. It's cotton. Yeah. (laughs) Like a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she can't do it on really natural materials, but man-made stuff she can, like, morph through and shape, and she can, like, adapt it to her. Like, she can form, like, a metal glove around her hand or she can like punch through this big metal pipe and then like a big metal like big blown out fist fist appears on the other end it's visually really cool i think it is a lot of like neat narrative openings for things you could do with it
0: yeah it's it's a interesting restriction (laughs) too because a a, a lot of people i mean especially nowadays there's not very many power combinations that haven't already been done yeah uh and so you you always see these like knockoff x-men books or something (laughs) like that and you're just like oh you're that other character or, or 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 something like oh that was a stretch I, you were really <laughs> trying to yeah. come up with something there.
1: It's not a good power. You just wanted a power nobody had read before, regardless <laughs> of how neat it is. But I like this, and I like how it resonates with her story. She is living this man-made life, where like all of her her parents, mm, her school, yeah. like society's expectations of just what a young lady, you know, of a certain class in Japan does. Like they've laid out what she's supposed to do. It is man-made, and she is. A, it's a plastic life, and she can take plastic, and she can morph it, and she can use it to make her stronger. And I like that it reflected that the world she'd been living in, she recognized was something that could benefit her, and maybe wasn't really so bad.
0: I I feel like her character arc, especially now that you mentioned that, that's not even something I would have thought of <laughs> in a million years. That was brilliant again this is
1: more like inner teenage girl thinking
0: i'm i'm wondering if her story arc is gonna be about her being more assertive
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh uh, uh, just 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 her as a character instead instead of being this i want to live this structured life not so so much that it's like i'm gonna be super punk rock screw Uh the man blah 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 but just be like no, I can take my own life into my own hands. If that yeah. means I need to live this structured life, that's what I'll do. If that means I need to move t- t- to a new town, that's what what, what I'll do. You know. Um, whereas I, it it seems like now she's in high school, so it's just like, yeah, I do what my parents tell me. Yeah. D- you know. Um, and I think Rory.
1: Hmm
0: especially having her uh, like her story I, f- I feel like is is then a mix of like I like she feels like she's been dealt a bad hand maybe mm-hmm. like she's not in control of her own fate and at the end of the day she is with her new powers, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think of what was uh, what's his names? And Shirai or Shirai
1: Shirai he can no longer eat he has to sustain himself on spirits spirits and he has these like scars around his mouth and it looked like I guess like it looked like almost like kind of like puckered up scarring or like
0: yeah or something like
1: that yeah yeah and again like and it didn't show us exactly how that happened if this is the result of some other like trauma in his life or something like that or if this was something his powers did to him (laughs) (laughs) like maybe it's something like with Rory like oh are your powers having a physical manifestation on your body that isn't entirely explained yet
0: what if his whole thing is you are what you eat and he's just slowly fading away
1: he's gonna become a ghost yeah
0: I have no idea. You sent me on on the like. Oh, let's really dive into the like metaphors of their powers.
1: Yeah. I didn't come up with them for all of them. I just I just had O'Hara. <laughs>
0: um, I I actually really really liked Ayane. Mm-hmm. I I feel like she was the most mysterious character yeah. because she was the one she, she was the first. Uh, like other character that we met that had some kind of powers and like uh-huh. mysteriously disappeared. Why the yeah. hell are all these cats around here? What is going on? We don't know anything. And yeah, and then she fits in with the whole like cat obsession that Japan, yeah. or like I guess the whole world
1: <laughs> has. But, yeah.
0: Uh, especially in Japan, like it, it's. A lot more c- common to see like cat-themed cosplay and stuff like that. So she fits mm-hmm. in as eccentric as her hair or her teeth might look in in this c- comic book, or what her like personality might be. It fits in with what's around her, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's one of those things that's like her pop powers are completely showing but she blends in so well and that kind of causes her to just go below the radar which was neat yeah um and then there was i i, f- I forget exactly what was happening but uh, there was that really quiet
1: yeah moment I think where
0: she's reason... ca- kind of running out oh. of her powers um, i thought you were
1: gonna talk about the really quiet kid
0: <laughs> what well, I I don't I, know. I don't know enough about him to really like yeah,
1: him yet. I yeah I don't dislike. I feel like he was my him. least favorite. Uh, we just know the least about him. Like he's very quiet by his nature, and except for O'Hara, he is the last person added to the team. So that's it's yeah. kind of the point of him. Like it makes sense why we don't know as much about him.
0: But for Ayane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. There's a moment where she kind of collapses. Into, yeah. To I think it's the qu- quiet k- kids' lap.
1: Hmm. And it's,
0: it's 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 just a nice little character moment. Yeah. Which, again, as fast as this book moves, we don't really get those. Mm-hmm. So like that stood out to me as like oh. Like, that is something I can l- l- latch on to to help me understand these characters more. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And she's got, like, a whole weird backstory where she's actually, like, centuries old. And the Ayane we know is just a manifestation of her carried around by cats.
0: Then there was that weird future version of her, but which is, which was also not her. Or was that in the past? We don't know. Was it an alternate I dimension? I don't know.
1: This was another thing I'm like. It was I'm an alternate
0: Ayane and she was an older woman.
1: Yeah. Just like, like an
0: old cat woman. <laughs> an old old cat lady.
1: That was one of those things where I said to myself, you're sick. You don't have to pay attention to this. Maybe Kyle like, will. <laughs> this was that 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 thing. It... it, it,
0: it uh, R- rory and shirai mm-hmm. disappear for a wa- 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 yes. while and i think when it starts to explain kind of where they went we see them basically at the house of this old cat lady and i remember the general after. scene but
1: like yeah. i couldn't piece together like I saw A and I saw B and I don't know how you got from one to the other exactly. It's a straight line, Melissa. God damn it. <laughs> it's a um, straight line through a bunch of cats. But but yeah,
0: like that's one of the things. It didn't really explain it because <laughs> we like they were like, wait a minute, Ayane, and she's like, who? yeah. I don't I don't know who Ayane is. I don't know who you guys are. So it, it's not future ayane but th- th- this idea of yeah she might be thousands of years old what if the like human form of her has it? it's not it's not that that same yeah. person has been you know so if that was the future maybe the ayane we know is gonna kick the can uh. or, or maybe that was in the past i don't know no and, it, and the the ayane we know is her daughter or something or her great great granddaughter. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it was just like, <laughs> what
1: is happening? What? I don't. I don't understand this. There's a lot to unpack it, just in these two volumes. Like they. They're they're going for it, like they're swinging for the fences on this. And even if I don't get all of it yet, I like that they're this ambitious.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um. Again, yeah, I think they're playing the long mm-hmm. game, and I think however long this story ends up being or ended up being, uh, I think it's one that once you go back and read it again, you're gonna be like, oh. I see this Easter egg. Yes, I see that exactly. Easter egg. I see this. Yeah. I see that. I get what's happening now. Mm. Oh, which is neat. But then at the same time, I don't want those types of stories to be super long because then it's a hassle to re- yeah. wa- wa- watch them all, you know, or re- mm. reread them all in this case.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty fast read, though. I, I recommend it. Even even just for like the art alone gorgeous stuff yeah good stuff
0: i mm-hmm. i um i've read one other thing from Jim Zub that i uh-huh. liked a lot and it was his samurai jack comics
1: i'll be um, back yeah back to the past
0: exactly samurai jack uh actually we covered it on a episode of the whatnots podcast back when this show used to be just the Whatnots podcast uh-huh. a long, long time ago. Uh, Paul and I c- c- covered them. I really liked them. It picked up where the show left off. Good, uh, which was neat. Uh, so if you were a fan of the show, you could check it out. Um, but yeah, I, I like I, I, I know Jim Zub writes some stuff for Marvel as well. I think he puts a lot of his scripts uh up on patreon as oh. as well so if you like his work you can get more into his process and stuff like that um which is neat i that's something i don't i don't see a lot of creators do um, mm-hmm. right at least comic book creators they do like sketches and stuff but it's usually like hey yeah not my actual i i, I know i guess his scripts are like However many months behind, it's not the mm-hmm. one like my new issue is out on Wednesday. Here's the script, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, but it's like, hey, remember that co- comic I did eight months ago? Here's that one. Mm-hmm. Here's the script. Um, but yeah, did I kind of want to go back to the villains because okay. again? I'm I'm really fascinated. By all the extra material that's in the back of the the volumes that I think yeah. was by far the most fascinating part of this book Um, just to read about how the god was or, or, or how one certain g- g- god was not actually a god it was a spirit but then mm-hmm. through time it did this and that and now it's a fox and you know yeah. all of that's like wow this is fascinating I love this um mm-hmm. Did, did did you have uh i i guess a favorite villain or like a a favorite because we saw tons we saw the yeah. turtle looking people we saw the fox looking ones mm-hmm. we saw the more uh like monster bug looking ones then we saw G-G, the guy with the straw hat and the suspenders mm-hmm. we saw some like weird the
1: spider woman
0: yeah, the yeah, uh and then like the Crouching Tiger Kung Fu dude when they ran into the bush there. There was all sorts. Mhm. And yeah. It, I, again, it's one of those things. I think there's so much to unpack that we, mm-hmm. I I I don't I don't feel like we really can having only read the first two volumes. Yeah. But what did you like? Was was there one that stood out?
1: Ah, I, okay, so or I don't totally... did you total... not like
0: them? Were you like, all I... the villains were bad?
1: No, I liked all the villains. Uh, <laughs> they're visually great. Yeah. I wish there was, like, a little bit more distinction from one to the other in terms of, like, the repercussions of what they're doing. Like, if one of them was, like... Oh these are little ones that we can beat easily but they might come back. They're sneaky. That, like if they had a team rocket of villains and if they had like not exactly, but you know just like team in that that is blasting off again. <laughs> but just in that like <laughs> oh you're more of a nuisance than you are a real threat but you keep showing up versus like okay this guy's really destructive like we have to take them down and like maybe we can take them down for good.
0: We bird guy too with the long nose oh, like you've the tingo. The, the like yeah the red face dude you've, yeah. you've seen masks i'm sure that yeah has that, that
1: that yeah face. oh that guy with yeah the long nose yeah like the villains are so cool looking <laughs> but in terms of like their effect on the story like from one monster fight to the next monster fight i wish there was like a little bit more but i
0: just yeah. i wish there was less of them at the moment or at least less that mattered yeah yeah or seemed like they mattered
1: mm-hmm.
0: i don't know i kind of liked so my favorite ones were the foxes because mm-hmm. foxes are my favorite animal even though i know nothing about them uh, uh, except the, that they're sly
1: you know they're but, red uh, and they are <laughs> friends with hounds these are your fox facts.
0: <laughs> don't bring up terrible memories, okay? <laughs> no,
1: sorry, you're making me
0: cry. No, um, I yeah, I I like the foxes, and mm-hmm. in the back of the book, yeah, it turns out the foxes are more of the the messengers for mm-hmm. one of the spirit. I I don't remember ex- mm-hmm. exactly, but it was like the god of the like rice harvest or something. Okay, like that. And they were like, we actually don't know how the foxes became to be the messengers that they just one day were. Uh, but I liked the d- 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 designs that they were bigger, more like wolves. And they had those like mystical, uh, I guess, markings on their head. Yeah. It, it, it and just they looked, looked almost like, like oh, that looks cool. I
1: like yeah. That and so. their ears were like turned so far off that they almost looked like Bat-like. Those were cool designs.
0: Yeah. I liked those a lot. I had... (laughs) So, the Uh turtle-looking ones, those are called Kappas. Yes. And I just put it together in my head that the villains in Mario are Koopas. (laughs) Yeah. Koopas and Kappas. Uh, So, I'm, I'm wondering if that just, like... Is that a cutification somehow? Just like,
1: I like that it is. A Koopas. I not, bet so. Not kappas. Koopas. Um, I, I don't really get what she was about. Again, I kind of zoned out on some things because I was sick. And this sh- story definitely needs a second reading to begin with. But I loved that spider lady yeah. because she's... She lives in this, well, whenever we see her, she's in this weird, like, bar or lounge, but nobody's there, except sometimes for these full human bodies wrapped head to toe in, like, cobwebs. And it's just eerie. Like, she was the eeriest of all. Yeah. it, (laughs) it, It looked like it was full of, like, restaurant booths or something, though. Like, I mean, there could be brothel rooms in the back. But yeah, it's got that kind of like That's what they did.
0: Like, the upstairs were yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Let's
1: go upstairs. Um Wherever it is she is. I I love that she she's just the eeriest one, the most unsettling one. Yeah, that
0: one was actually scary. Mhm. Um, but did 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 you read the like back of the book stuff on her? I, I think I, I on that i think i did but again stuff.
1: i don't really remember
0: i don't remember the japanese name i think it translated l- more literally to something oh, yeah. like horse spider. spider
1: whore yeah yeah
0: um you know it's like oh okay <laughs> get right right on the nose here yeah um, yeah but uh yeah so like it, it had something to do i think with the prostitutes of the time or the mm-hmm. women in the brothels and one of them might have been a demon and blah 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 blah, blah you know mm-hmm. so it's just this like Ooh, they're they're gonna get you they're gonna eat you and mm-hmm. catch you in their web you know um but but yeah like I I, I think when used in this almost like clash of the titans war between the the god like she becomes really scary it's like oh she she's really like she can be really effective uh on on a whole bunch of people Mm -hmm. she'd be an assassin extracting information stuff like
1: that i'm i'm intrigued about her because like i said we never really saw anybody around her like she's in this place it very well could be a brothel mm-hmm. but we guess that from her not or from some, very like, much hotel about room. what is going on like there's nothing around her like she operates like in isolation and like you can tell like she's gotten rid of everybody around her. Yeah. Like how does that woman operate? What does she do? Where'd she come from? Crazy stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Crazy stuff. Um I think that's all I have to say about yeah. the book. Yeah. I, I, I had a rough time with the book. Like I said, I was a little disappointed. I don't think the book is bad, though. No, I liked it. Um I I I I would pass it along to certain people. I think mm-hmm. that makes sense. Again, I, at the start, I said if if you're into manga and you haven't really gotten into many American comics, mm-hmm. this might be one to check out. Yeah, um, which is a good hybrid. Um, do you, can can you think of something to recommend? If if people liked this, what else do you think they would like?
1: Ah, if they liked the sort of young lady confronting her powers and her possible family ties to those powers and how these are going to shape the entire future in front of her maybe go back and read chilling adventures of sabrina like we did interesting which is a lot more like it's a smaller story. It's very character driven. It's a lot more horror based. It's got a lot more of the everyday life of like going to school and things like that. It's less of this, you know, high speed run towards fighting a bunch of monsters and like tearing Mm -hmm. apart the fabric of all of the world. But yeah, (laughs) you want a small scale, spooky, powerful girl adventure. Try Sabrina.
0: There you go. Um, i have two no mm-hmm. one recommend I, i'll stick with t- 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 two and i'll say my first one which i guess may be very tan this one might be a stretch um uh-huh. excuse me i would say uh i believe it's pr- pr- pronounced modica magica
1: Something oh, yes. Like that. Mm-hmm. So
0: you, you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've had this recommended to me a couple times. I haven't watched it yet. It's
0: a magical girl anime. Actually, it might be a manga as well. Um, But yeah, kind of flips the whole genre on its head and ends up taking a very dark turn. Um, but it yeah, it, it appears to be this like very cutesy sailor moon like magical Mm -hmm. girl type of thing and then by the end it's like whoa what is happening here this is Mm -hmm. this is strange um i i've seen a little bit bit, bit of that i need to pay more attention to it to really understand it um but i liked it and i think it has the like it, it 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 has i i think the potential to be dark if that makes like the yeah, this book wayward has the potential to go the route that that did, okay, uh, which is why I would recommend that. But, um, come on, brain, don't fail me now. I had go for it a second one. What was it? Oh my god, um, it was a com. Oh. I remember what it was. I had to retrace my steps there. I was like, it's American comic book, Spider Lady. I know what it is. No, it is not Spider Woman. Um, it is, I believe Ed Brubaker and Matt Fractions run on the immortal Iron Fist. Oh, There's a Netflix show, Iron Fist. Wasn't very good. But, there is a run on Iron Fist from, I believe it's Brew Baker and Matt Fraction, I think with David Aja on art. I c- 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 could be wrong. But um, it is very much like martial arts tournament uh, style stuff, but each kind of Iron Fist from these different realms or th- oh. these like champions from all these different realms come together and they are uh like you know they all have their own fighting style and stuff like that but there is a character or i think sisters if i remember correctly uh that are like the spider sisters oh Uh, and they have that like really creepy dark vibe Mm. um so yeah i i would recommend that i think that would be an interesting next step especially if you're coming from manga you read this and then want something else that's like the 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 next step because it's like fighting tournament type of martial arts stuff i I don't know whatever Mm -hmm. that's what i would recommend there we go oh um So since we are doing this on a delayed.
1: Yeah, we already decided uh, next week's thing so that we had the opportunity to get a head start on it if we wanted to because we're recording so late. But to recap the pitches for the audience, if they're interested in the thought process that goes into these, Mm -hmm. uh, these were my pitches and they were my Valentine's Day set of pitches, which I was very excited for because I'm a big (laughs) I'm a big old sap. I'm a big softie. And this is my favorite time of year. And I pitched you three fantastical romances. <laughs> and uh, the first one was the movie Ghost, which I considered for Halloween but tabled for Valentine's Day because it's more romantic than spooky. And I'm not going to go into describing these too much because, you know, I already described them to you in the audience. You can go look it up. You've you can look up what
0: Ghost is. What we're doing for next week. You
1: so. know. It's the pottery wheel. Whoopi Goldberg plays a psychic. It's cool. A man dies and has to use her to talk to his wife from beyond the grave. Amazing. And uh, one of my other pitches was this TV miniseries from the year 2000 that made a giant impression on me when I was 10 years old. And it's called The Tenth Kingdom. And it's this like fairy tale mashup where this woman from new york city falls through a magic mirror and her dad's with her too so there's also this just like grumpy like yeah just like a grumpy (laughs) middle-aged man is there also which
0: is great like
1: like she falls through a magic mirror into a world where every fairy tale is real and like the human embodiment of the big bad wolf who's the sort of quasi like is he human is he wolf who is he but, like, he falls in love with her and she has to deal with that. And they have to, like, stop an evil witch from stealing the throne away from a prince. And there's trolls and, like, magic beans and the whole nine yards. All the fairy tale, like, goofy ro- storybook romance stuff. And I loved it. There you go. And, but what you ended up picking was Pushing Daisies. We're going to watch season one of that. Yeah. This is Brian Fuller's TV show from 2007, and this is about a pie maker who has the ability to bring things back from the dead with a touch, but if he touches them again, then they stay dead, and he does this to his childhood crush, and so they're reunited again, and they are in love, but they cannot touch each other. It's like Rogue (laughs) from the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, they have to, like, kiss each other through, like, a roll of plastic wrap. Full-body condoms. Yeah, they have to go ballroom (laughs) dancing together while they're both wearing full beekeeper suits. Like, it's really creative how they get around it. And, you know, together they solve murder mysteries, and also the show is a musical sometimes. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, I was really excited for you to maybe watch this thing I loved when I was 10 years old and I would get to show it to you and we could talk about it. But Pushing Daisies is the most important thing for you to see on this list. So I'm glad that's what you picked. I, I, yeah, I felt
0: I feel like this was a really important show when it was on TV. It it didn't yeah. last that long, right?
1: No, it just lasted two seasons and they're not very long seasons. Yeah, like
0: I, I remember it having a very short run a lot of people really liked it. And even after it was gone, people were like, that show was genius. Yeah. So, heard heard good things. That's why I yeah. wanted to finally cross that off my list of I've watched that.
1: Yeah, it's a good choice. That. I'm looking forward cool. to this one.
0: Yeah, that is what we will be talking about for next episode, uh, which uh, we normally record Sundays at noon Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, so did was that your mic stand or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, I just accidentally like hit one of those little springs.
0: It, it sounded like the
1: pew, piano pew.
0: In, in a horror oh, movie. I'm sorry when something goes wrong, just ding. um, but yes, pushing Daisy's season one for this next week. I think it'll be good, it'll be interesting. For me t- to watch because I'm settling into my new p- place. I'll be playing Kingdom Hearts and then forcing myself to take <laughs> breaks by watching. These are your,
1: these are your hand breaks daisies. when you can't work the controller anymore. You'll watch this. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> so, should be fun. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. Uh, M- Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkieWit. That's W I L K Y W I T.
0: And you can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want updates with the show, you can follow us on Twitter at the Whatnots. Uh, that's where we will post all of the updates or when we're going live uh, or retweeting news and stuff that we think you guys might like. Who knows? Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed this show. Please support us on Patreon. That would be absolutely lovely. Throw away your life savings. That would be lovely too. Don't question what I just said. That would be lovely as well. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the whatnots. Give us all your money. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Do what, do what the man says. <laughs> do what the man says. God damn it. <laughs> um, yes. So we will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining. Adios guys.
1: Bye. Bye.